Welcome to the interview show. This is Scott Wood, your host. Right now, I'm standing with Matt Sharp, and he's here to talk about his project, The Rentals. Hey, <laughs> um, this is Matt Sharp uh, from The Rentals, as he just said. We're standing out back behind the Electric Owl. I was watching your last interview, and your last interviewer was geeking out harshly. What's something that you do to keep your interviewers from geeking out and turning into horrible sweating red-faced messes what do i do to keep them from doing that well you know i don't know uh i need your help matt <laughs> i don't think she was quite like that i think that was your perception of it but uh, i'm talking about me okay talking about you what do i do to, to calm you down um i don't know uh talking monotone uh tones and everybody falls asleep like we can just you know be that kind of thing i made a record a solo record ages ago the songs are very slow and have like very uh, a very somber sort of tone to them and atmospheric and sprawling and long and they don't really go anywhere and my voice sounds probably about like as it sounds now my friend uses the album the reason he loves it is because he puts his children to sleep when they get when they have like too many snickers bars or something like that and then you know they start spinning around the room and hitting each other with you know, baseball bats or whatever you do and so like when it gets to that frantic point he just puts on that record and they all fall asleep can you tell frustrated parents the name of that record it's just my name well, that gives me an idea. I think that I'm going to play a song by The Rentals, maybe not off your solo record, but I'm going to play the song, and there's a man whose trailer just sort of took a turn. I'm going to play 1,000 Seasons off your latest record, Lost in Alphaville. I would love you to say a sentence to prepare the listeners for hearing the song. <laughs> uh, oh, God, these are the worst kind of situations to be in. Um... I don't know. So, Matt, imagine you've met someone at a party, and they're like, oh, you're a musician, you've just put out a record, and you gave them the MP3, 1,000 Seasons, you're trying to get them to listen to it. What do you say? Nothing. Say it's a very attractive lady you're trying to impress. I don't think, I don't think you would actually play an attractive lady a song that you had done you know I, I just don't think that that's a that's a move that's that's too wise the thing is is that you can't be in a situation where you're just you know pandering to somebody you just want you know you want them to find it on their own or discover it on their own and I, I usually think that relationships are at least with me with with music and the the women that I that I've been with um they're it's that thing is like never the the core thing that that brings you together. So, well, Matt, I'm gonna bow to your wisdom. You've got more game than me. So let's listen to the song and then we'll come back. So I hope you keep these memories in a diary on the nightstand by your bed, a long detailed anthology of all the mysteries locked away inside your head.
show this is scott wood your host you just heard 1000 seasons by a band called the rentals i have the ringmaster of the rentals with me his name's matt sharp i would love it if you could say one more thing about this song man you're killing me um one more thing about a thousand seasons oh well uh let's see the the album itself is uh the, all the songs were written in in barcelona uh, Spain, where the second Rentals record, Seven More Minutes, was essentially written. And I had returned there after, to the city after having, having not been there for many years. And that's where I fell in love with the, the first woman I ever fell in love with. And uh, that sort of sound happened. And I just returned to that place to see her, to just to understand where she was at in her life, where I was at at this point in my life, where the city was at and it's at this time. And it's one of those things where you're just standing there in this place where, I don't know, it would be like going back to your high school and like standing standing in the middle of the hallway of your high school and thinking about your high school years and where you were and like, oh, I ran down this hallway and I was down here and this happened over there and under the we used to sneak under the stairwell and smoke cigarettes with the cheerleaders or whatever it was, you know? It's like returning to that place and then all those thoughts and memories come back about where you were back then and who you are as, you know, the person you are now and what that journey was like in between like where you were back then in high school and where who you are now but then like how did you get to this place where you are now and that's essentially all of the songs on the album are essentially about that so a thousand seasons is is no different it's it's has those sentiments in it 
I would love you, Matt Sharp, to explain the concept behind the rentals. Well, essentially, at the time that rental started, I was in another band called Weezer. That band was a really super traditional band of like four guys uh, who... We built a little studio in our garage or a little practice space. We're, you know, all coming up at the same time and had a lot of the same interests and, want, and we're looking to go to the, the same place and trying to create one thing in a very traditional way. Two guitars, bass, and drums, let's go. When it came time, when I started writing music on my own, I already had that in my life. So I really looked at the rentals as a thing where it would be an excuse to work with the people that were inspiring me that were doing other things and it could and I like the idea of it being completely open and going I'm I'm really inspired by this band and what they're doing and maybe I can work with the the singers of that of that group. Uh maybe you know I love how the way this guy plays drums or whatever whatever the combination was and it just left it wide open. So then like when it came time to make the second rentals record I moved to Europe for seven months and lived in England and worked there and was able to work with, you know, a bunch of different British artists that were doing really cool things that I loved at the time. And and the same goes for our new album, Lost in Alphaville. The people that are on the album, like Jess and Holly from Lucius or Patrick Carney from the Black Keys or Lauren from the Section Quartet and Ryan from Ozma, uh, all those people are doing things that I'm inspired by and, and just have great admiration for. And then the next album can be a, a different group of people or some of the same people. Maybe, you know, who knows? It's just, it doesn't have to be uh, restricted to just, oh, okay, it's it's the four of us, these four guys and, and where we're going. And not that there's anything wrong with that. I think there's benefits to that and there's benefits to doing things this way, you know? So, as I said before, you're the ringleader of the group that you call The Rentals. Some bands will get together, they have to practice relentlessly. Sometimes they don't find their voice, their rhythm until two, three records into their career. You do it with a new set of people, sometimes twice per record for the people you record with and the people you tour with. I would love you to talk about quickly establishing chemistry with a group of strangers. Yeah, what's well, it's, <laughs> well yeah, they're not quite strangers, but but uh, sometimes I am fascinated by chemistry of uh, of and and how one person can change the dynamic. And like in our group, we have quite a few people in the group. Currently, we have seven people in the group, including myself. What's amazing is that one person can really have such a large influence on not just the music and have impact on just how things sound, but they can just change the dynamic in the room, what the overall mood is. If you have, you know, a guitar player that is a friend of yours that is a, more of a bookworm or something and, and stays in their own kind of little universe, then that changes the dynamic of all the other six people that are in that situation. The flip could happen. My friend Keith from We Are Scientists was playing uh, with us for some shows we at the end of last year. He is one of the most optimistic, just exuberant people I've ever met in my life and just like brings joy into any room he walks into, you know, like the whole room just lights up and he's just all smiles all the time, it seems, you know, and it has such a massive impact on like the way everybody else feels. And that always uh, is something that I'm super intrigued by and love because then that's always changing. You know, one tour has a different feeling than another tour or one album has a different feeling than another album. And I have to jump in because as a fan, I got to know, how do you act as the ringleader and get what you want out of all these different personalities that are new or 
it's a new situation for them and you. Uh, well, it's, I mean, it's just always different. So, like, with uh, Lizzie and Patty, who are playing in the rentals now, they're in a band called Radiation City, uh, who I've just been turned on to and, and love and, and uh, love the music that they make. And they're also touring with us, uh, opening the show, and love listening to them play every night. They are completely different in many ways to all of the different uh, women that have sung with us before. Uh, and they have a different passion for uh, analog synthesizers, which is a big part of what we do with the rentals. They know synthesizers better than anybody we've ever worked with. They can just look at a keyboard that has a million different like levers and knobs and dials and go, oh, I want it to sound like this. And before they even touch anything, they know exactly where it's going and... And there it is, you know, uh, and it's amazing. And I, and I love that uh, aspect of it, that they just own that world and they own it much more than any other people that we've played with before. Sometimes it's like you're working with these girls who are uh, great singers and have no interest in keyboards. And you're like, OK, we got, we got to figure out how we can get you uh, get you there and get you interested enough in what you're doing and that kind of stuff. So Matt, how did you figure it out and get them interested? It's going to sound super pretentious and all that, but I I pretty much for the most part look at my role of the rentals thing as much more like just like a movie director where you're working with different people on different films and you know and it's just if you're a good director you can figure out that some people need more attention than others some you know like you have to connect with some people on a more emotional level or some people in a more you know in a a different way uh and you just have to be in tune with that and that has to be something that really turns you on and it does it's it's something that I really like is just like looking at our situation seeing who's in the room and going okay how are we how are we going to do this and that to me is like what a film director does he gets a new cast in there and goes okay this person's a great actor this is you know but this other person that the the, the great actor is working with is is their first time you know they've got a lot of skills but this is their first time being on this kind of movie and you try to figure out how we're going to make this work and uh so I that's one of the things I really enjoy about it for sure I think it's time that we listen to another track by The Rentals I've picked Thought of Sound I'd love you to say one sentence about this song as I turn it on uh, this song was written in a town called Galicia Spain and it was just the perfect little fishing village uh, in, in the north of Spain it was like all of the picturesque things that you would ever want in, the, in those places like cobblestone streets and perfect little churches and all that kind of stuff and the song was just about walking around that neighborhood hi this is matt sharp from the rentals and you are listening to the interview show with scott wood
This is Scott Wood, your host. You just heard Thought of Sound Off, the latest record by The Rentals. That record is called Lost in Alphaville. I have the Svengali behind The Rentals with me. His name is Matt Sharp. Matt, I would love you to take a track off the current record and break down how you recorded it. The very last song on the album is called The Future, uh, and it's definitely the song that is the most unique for us, it's not a traditional pop song in, in any stretch of the imagination. It's essentially one note for the entire song. And there's no chord changes. It was the one song that didn't have uh, unified structure to it. Everybody that worked on it um, was able to be much more creative with their approach to it and not conventional and able to just do things that were a little more random. Can you talk about one moment where you put on your director's hat and directed with uh, Jess and Holly, we had very little time together. I was, uh, I had become in, like an instantaneous huge fan of theirs. I, the, from the second I heard them, it was only a couple days later where they were recording on the album uh, for the first time, and I was just absolutely knocked out. So being in the studio with them, we only had we had such a limited time. Let, let's let's just get let's get goofy on this, or let's go to a let's go to a place that that doesn't seem. Um, like to that doesn't seem overly logical uh and the future would be that thing like with them just sort of getting them to sort of start making odd noises and uh you know getting into uh more abstract sort of uh direction in the future stuff that Patrick did on that song. He was almost doing these sort of Latin American sort of rhythms over it, but at the same time, he's doing it over this thing that sounds like a kind of a Blade Runner soundtrack. You know, the guitars are insane. What Ryan is doing on that uh, on the song, he's just creating these sort of um, atmospheric landscape sort of approach to the guitar. And Jess and Holly are doing these African kind of chant. All of them were just things that. I think they heard it and were like, "I'm just going to go here, wherever that is." And it's has, and they had no idea 
where that place was until they just sort of went into it. So, Matt, I'd love to play an older track by the rentals here. I was going to play Friends of P from your first record, Return of the Rentals, but since Lost in Alphaville is sort of a sequel to Seven More Minutes, the second rentals record, I'm going to leave it open. You can choose a track off that record for me to play. I like Man with Two Brains uh, quite a bit. There, it's a, a basically a dialogue between myself and a European woman, and uh, and I like the I like the lyrical t- content and the and and what we're trying to say to each other. At the time of the when the record came out, Spike Jones, who who did the who directed the first two uh, Weezer videos, was you know really supportive of this album he basically said i want to do a video for this song so i brought <laughs> brought that to the label and they just they just couldn't hear that song as something that would be commercially viable who gives a hell if it's going to be like commercially viable or not <laughs> if spike wants to do a video for it you know he's such a it's such a a genius sure he'll do something that will be you know much more interesting than what we'll do if we're just going to going to commercial radio with the you know the most obvious single on the record one of those things where i i really when i hear the song i'm still have that thought of i wonder what he would have uh, made for it because i bet it would have been really special uh and so yeah so man with two brains been thinking about the conversations a situation my frustration leading to your suffocation Feel uptight and my thoughts deranged and insane Like the man with two brains So I forgot the neurotic Got into the psychotic All those words haven't heard you kind of erotic I got no guilt, got no mind, got no reason, got no time I'm high on the slide
show. This is Scott Wood, your host. You just heard Man With Two Brains off the second record by The Rentals. That record's called Seven More Minutes. I have the ringleader of The Rentals, Matt Sharp, with me. Matt, I'd love you to say one sentence about this song. About Man With Two Brains? It's all about sex. So most bands that I interview, when I go onto the bus, they are playing video games in the back. What is Matt Sharp doing in the back of his bus? We actually just installed uh, an Atari in the back. Uh, that's like one of these all-in-one Atari things that has 100 games in it. There are all these little 4-bit games from like the early 80s. So like Pong and Surround and Asteroids and Missile Command and Yars Revenge and those kind of things. Up until this point, the back lounge has been empty. Nobody will sit back there, which is really strange because it's the place with the most space and it's the most comfortable but everybody's just like cramps up in the in the front and around the little kitchen and uh watches bad movies and that kind of thing uh but now that the atari is in there pong is uh underway what was the last bad movie you watched our uh guitar player ryan from he's in the band ozma he bought a bunch of bad movies thinking that this would be something that everybody would really bond over but I'm not a bad movies kind of person like not into the the really just getting into the, the bad movies for the sake of them being bad and like cherishing that uh, but he bought fear.com I believe was was it or it was maybe even called fear.com.com I'm not sure I, I feel like it had two dot coms in it he got everybody to watch it and I didn't watch it but I heard it was you know whatever just as bad as as you would think. I would love to know who is the weirdest person in your contact list that you'd like to pull into the rentals orbit but have not been able to as of yet. Um, God, you know, I just got uh, sent an email by a friend of mine who uh, she left all the, the emails, the addresses to everybody that was in, in the, uh, you know, open so everybody could see it. They weren't like hidden in, in some BCC thing. And on the list was Eddie Izzard. <laughs> so I had his email address. And I was like, so, you know, he's not going to be in the rentals. I love Eddie Izzard. And uh, so I was just like, oh, that's so crazy. That's like that, uh, you know, his name was just there. And I just thought, you know, whatever. I think you should still send him an email. Yeah, I don't know about that. I think that's unwise. <laughs> Fair enough. Your call. You were a member of Weezer for the first two records. I can understand how it may be difficult to get asked about something you've done 20 years ago at the same time i have to ask the question so i'll ask it this way what weezer track from those two records do you still hold most dear today huh uh that's i guess that's pretty hard stuff a song called love of my dreams which is a, a b-side a weezer b-side you know we when we uh started playing some rental shows uh, a few years back, at, the, at that point, we had Rachel Hayden um, playing bass with us and singing with us. And she was the person I started the rentals for, essentially, because she was a singer who I do, was in the band That Dog, who I just adored and loved, loved, loved her, the purity of her voice. And so, and so she started working on the first Rentals album with me. And after we had done the first Rentals record, she recorded on a song called Love of My Dreams, which is a, a B-side, a Weezer B-side. I believe it's a Pinkerton B-side. She just kills it. And so when we were on, on that tour, we did that song in our set, even though it was a Weezer song. 
just having the two of us there and hearing her be able to sing it was really special. You know, I don't play bass all that often in our set, but it was really fun to not have to think about singing and just listen to her her sing and, and what a great singer she is and then be able to just like dig into the bass and get Barbera. Matt Sharp, thank you very much for speaking with me today. The last track I'm going to play is It's Time to Come Home. That's off your latest record, Lost in Alphaville. I'd love you to tell me a little bit about this track as I bring up the music. The video for It's Time to Come Home was directed by uh, a director named Daniel Kaufman. He's a young director who has done some really cool things. I wrote the treatment for the video. I had this idea in, in mind for it, uh, for these five elderly scientists uh, to they were they're traveling around downtown Los Angeles and they are looking for the younger versions of themselves but they can't find them so they get frustrated and they just start randomly attacking strangers on the street and uh, putting ether uh, uh, in their faces and shoving it and knocking them out and throwing them in the back of a van and taking them back to this science lab where I have been singing this this song, It's Time to Come Home. They get them to the lab, and they put them on these medical tables, and they lay next to their victims, and they transfer their souls into the into the younger victims so that the rentals can go on. So it's sort of an eternal life kind of thing, you know? And at the end of the video, you realize that I'm not the one that has been pulling the, the strings of the, this whole time. It's actually a, the elderly version of myself that's... that's that's doing it so that's going to be it's time to come home by the rentals off their latest record lost in alphaville matt sharp thank you very much for being on my show thank you thank you for having me